Welcome everyone to Films with the Women of My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Jess. Buenas noches. And Nicole. <laughs> Yo, what's up? You know, they might be listening to this in the morning. These do come out in the morning. Whatever. And uh, uh, tonight we are reviewing uh, <laughs> it's the five new... o'clock somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. For our overseas <laughs> listeners. Uh, tonight we are reviewing the new horror thriller movie, uh, Ma. Uh, this is a film directed by Tate Taylor, who I did not realize has actually directed quite a few other things that I think you guys have heard of. Uh, the Help. Uh, yep. The Girl on the Train, Get On Up, yep. Pretty Ugly People. You guys heard of those movies? Yeah. I heard Girl on the Train, Up. What was the other one? Again? Not Up. Not the Pixar movie. Get On Up. Oh. Nope. Oh, Girl on the Train. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. Yeah, that was a real good movie. Did you read and the book? Um, what do you think? <laughs> you gotta read the book. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and The Help. Did you guys see The Help? That's uh, like a more... No. Uh, no. Wasn't that Octavia Spencer's like first big, um, I guess first big role? Yeah, I think that's probably like her star making role. This is actually her fifth, his fifth collaboration with Octavia Spencer, including uh, four features and also his first short. Uh, she was in that, um, and this also has a lot of other actors that I recognize that I was not expecting to be in it. Uh, we have Juliet Lewis as the mom of our lead, uh, Diana Silver's Maggie. Uh, and we also have Luke Evans as Ben Hawkins, Missy Pyle as Mercedes, uh, Allison Janney has a very small role here as Dr. Brooks, uh, Sue Ann's boss. I've, I was shocked to see her in this, because she's an Academy Award winning actress, and yeah. she <laughs> she is in the the most bit part ever. Like, I didn't even believe it was her when we first saw her, because I was like, why would she be in this like B horror movie for five minutes. And you know, I guess, I mean, they've worked together a lot, so I guess they just, uh, just added her in there. Uh, so I'll, I'll uh, read a synopsis of Ma here. Sue Ann played by Octavia Spencer is a loner who keeps to herself in her quiet Ohio town. And one day she is asked by Maggie, a new teenager in town played by Diana Silvers to buy some booze for her and her friends. And Sue Ann sees this chance to make some unsuspecting, if younger friends of her own. Oh my god! Uh, I won't read any more of the synopsis because it will start to give a few things away. But that's the that's our jumping off point. Um, I'm assuming you guys saw the trailers for this. Uh, were you guys excited for to do this one? Uh, interested at all? Or did I drag you into this? What what do you what would you guys think about that? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have picked this myself. I guess that's what you're asking. So yeah, I guess I was dragged a little bit. Uh, just that. your interest <laughs> level going in. Uh, there was none. <laughs> <laughs> I could have gone my life without seeing it. That's how I felt. Uh, what about you, you know, Jess? In, from the trailer. Yeah, no, the trailer. I was excited to see it. I think after every trailer, I mouth to you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was also pretty excited to go into this one. Um, it looked like Yeah, because I just liked the role that Octavia Spencer is playing. I've only seen her as like the helpful character, I guess, in The Help. And then um, what's that fairy tale movie? She was also in The Shape of Water. She was like Shape the of Water. Custodian yeah, so she's always like the helpful, <laughs> that yeah, is the, very the helpful movie friend. Of. <laughs> so it's interesting to see her as this kind of psychopathic, crazy thriller kind of person, and yeah. I was really excited to see the dynamic of that. I will admit, though, they were starting to pull me in a little bit when they started releasing the TV trailer for it, and when they put like the critic ratings at the on it. <laughs> one of the critics said, "Oh my god!" <laughs> oh, that's where you got that from. Yeah, <laughs> I, I that was dying. That was so clever. Oh no, I definitely made that up. But um, no. <laughs> that, it started it started to pull me in a little bit because I love puns, so that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our lead here, before we go into everything else, the lead is Diana Silvers. We just saw her actually in a movie we all reviewed and liked, uh, Booksmart. She played Hope, who is the girl with the frayed jacket, uh, who is a very different character than she was in this film. Uh, very and uh, Nicole, she was actually in one other movie we have seen this year. She's she's all over the place in 2019. Can you remember what other movie we saw oh, this year man. that has her in it? It was in a small role, so I, I, I you know. I'll be sitting here for hours trying to rack my brain. So she no, I don't was know. the lead cheerleading girl in Glass, uh, the M Night Shyamalan the movie Glass? we saw earlier. Oh, the 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 the, the, the one <laughs> cheerleader. We saw 
yeah, the cheerleaders that got kidnapped. I don't want to give that movie away since we're not doing that one, but they get kidnapped and she's <laughs> one of the cheerleaders. Um, I haven't so, the faintest idea of what scene you're talking about, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. That movie left an impression on you. Um, so Diana Silver is coming, coming alive in 2019, um, and we'll talk about whether or not we liked her in a second. But if you haven't seen this yet, it's in theaters now. Pretty wide release for a movie of this sort, so uh, go check it out if you have any interest. Uh, we rate things here at Films with the Woman in My Life on four criteria, and those are the characters, the plot, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. We start with Maggie Thompson, who is the aforementioned Diana Silvers, and she moves with Eric, uh, uh, that's her mother, that's Juliet Lewis's character, uh, and they move back to Erica's hometown after her husband leaves her, um... And they start off like kind of buddy buddy, like this is a very close mother daughter relationship. I think we get the impression we get uh, her first day of school. She befriends these other kids. Uh, we, we got Andy, uh, Haley, Chaz, Chaz. and Daryl. Chaz. Chaz. Yes. So these are <laughs> our our other characters who kind of thrust themselves upon her. She's sitting alone in the library, and uh, Haley, the girl of the group, is like, "Hey." You're new. I was new. Come hang out with us. The cut out scene yeah, of Booksmart. Yeah, like that never happened <laughs> in real life. No, no. It was a bit of a leap you had to take here off the bat. Uh, I guess the, the, the line, you know, oh, I was new last year is supposed to, like, get us over the, the, the hump of believing it. So, you know, it's kind of a weird intro. Not not necessarily realistic, but we, we go along with it for now. Um, they go and hang out one night in the van of... Which one is it? Is it Andy's van? Yeah, I think it's his Andy's dad's van. Yep. van. Yeah, so Andy's the kid of uh, Luke Evans' character, Ben, who we get a little bit later. Uh, and um, they are trying to get <laughs> someone to buy them alcohol outside of a liquor store. No one's biting. And they kind of take turns going out trying to convince people to buy. And when it is Maggie's turn, she runs into, uh, well, I guess Sue Ma. Ann. Sue Ann. Yeah, who is not Ma at this point. Sue Ann is Octavia Spencer's character. She's walking her dog. She's a little hesitant at first, but once she sees that, uh, once she sees that Andy is the person driving the car, uh, She's like, oh, what the hell? You guys, you know, I'll get some alcohol for you guys. Um, She's pretty convincing at this point in terms of not seeming like a complete psychopath yet. Like, I liked how they did that scene with her in the uh, in front of the liquor store. She was like, you know, I'm yeah, going to get in like... trouble. Like, I, I liked how they portrayed her there. Yeah, I like her, how she's like, like I'll get it for you, but like I don't want to be responsible for you kids getting in trouble. And the one kid who's driving is like, oh, no, ma'am, I don't drink, and I'm not going to do that. And she's like, okay. So she's like kind of, you know, she's checking up on them. She, she wants to... She wants to help them, but uh And then I also know. like how she walks into the liquor store and says, Oh hi Bob and knows the guy's name and then later on says she doesn't drink. So I just think that, that was just a really shitty like missed thing there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, uh, you took it as a as a flub of the writing? Yeah, I did, definitely. Oh, uh, see, I thought it was oh. part of her devious character, like not telling the whole truth. I thought that was supposed to be part of the Part of our, like our, our a small like peek into her not being you know totally honest. Yeah, I thought the party she said like she didn't drink and they all convinced her too and then she started. I thought this was a little bit of like early trickery going on because she clearly you know does drink doesn't drink but that's kind of uh, that gets into it more later and they uh, before so the first scene we see them is they go to like this little. It's like an abandoned building site where, like, all the there's like just a bunch of like rubble, it's like a rock I guess. pile or something they called it. Yeah, it look, yeah, a rock pile. Yeah, so it was like, um, uh, it's literally like a pile of rubble. Like, it looks like a construction site that got like abandoned, kind of thing. Um, and Sue Ann calls uh, named Luke Evans' character, and it's like, hey, I think your son's drinking, and she's like, who is this? And he's like, a little birdie. And so, and so Ma uh, has successfully uh, tipped off the the angry Luke Evans, who calls the police. The police man's like, "Oh, your dad's a dick, so I'll let you guys off with a warning if you guys get out of here." And um, <laughs> this is ridiculous. You know, we that's our little foray into Luke Evans, Ben Hawkins character, but he is also dating Mercedes, another girl that went to high school with Erica and Ben. And when Erica is at her new job at a casino in town, 
Uh, she's serving drinks right now, but it sounds like she's aspiring to be a, a, a card dealer. Um, we she runs into Ben and Mercedes, and Mercedes is a drunk pile of shit, and Ben is like a smug, a missy like, pile of shit, <laughs> a, a missy pile of shit. That's good. Very nice. Very nice. Um, and other than Alice and Janie's Doctor Brooks character, who we get very briefly, it's pretty much our principal characters here. So uh, I'll start with you, Jess. What do you think of the characters of this movie? Hmm. So it's hard to pick my. I think my favorite character, honestly, is Ma. Uh-oh. I think she played it really well, and the craziness got to me. So I was kind of confused. or not confused. I was wondering in my head um, her motivations for having these parties. I didn't know whether it was revenge for um, her classmates' kids or if it was that she generally wanted a good time and she was just being alone and she liked the attention. Um, so I think she played it really well. Uh, the, all the Snapchats and all her popping up cracked me up. Um, <laughs> the character, yeah, I know. The character, um, Maggie. I don't. I feel like she did it well, but I feel like it was just not the girl I would like. It's like the hot girl that they put like wearing overalls, and she's like naive and clueless. <laughs> and I don't know. I feel like That's I so wouldn't true. like her in real life, so I don't like her in the movie. Not that I strongly dislike her. It's just I hate when they do that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm sure you hate all her friends. I'm just going to go out and guess that right now. Um, I don't hate all her. The boyfriend was nice. He was a nice man. Um, young man. So <laughs> he was I was a nice like, man. Oh, okay. So <laughs> he was a nice young man. So I appreciate that. And let's see, her best friend, Haley. Um, no, I didn't hate her. I thought really? She, she seems like the character you always hate. Yeah, no, I didn't hate Haley. Interesting. So you don't mind these friends, actually. That's. Maybe yeah, the no, biggest shock I, yeah. of the movie so I definitely, far for me. <laughs> I like the boyfriend. He was really nice. Anything about our adults? So um, the mom is the mom and daughter relationship kind of remind me of Gilmore Girls, where the um, mom. I don't know if you guys have seen that, where the mom is kind oh, of out it kind there. Of was you're right. Yeah, kind of out there, doesn't know what she's doing, a little immature, wants a party, and then the daughter kind of grounds her does her own things, kind of secluded. Um, which, I, I mean, I guess it happens in real life, but it's just, they made Maggie seem so innocent and so, like, sheltered, but you know she's been through a lot just based off the parenting of her mom. So that didn't really add up, but, I mean, I guess it can happen in real life. If you um, had to give it a rating, what do you think you'd land on? Oh, I, I almost forgot about that part. So I'd probably give the characters a 3-5. Okay. Yeah, that's that's just like yeah. That sounds about average. right. So, what do you think, Nicole? Oh my God, I have so much to unload on this. Okay. <laughs> okay. God, I can't wait. <laughs> let's keep it. Let's keep it focused on the characters. We can blow up on all the plot shit in a little oh, bit. Oh <laughs> no, this is the, this is the characters. Okay. Number one, I want more Alice and Janney. That was not enough. Okay. And I didn't like how they just, but I also didn't like how they just gave her these stupid little one-liners the whole time, and she was just being an asshole the whole time. We needed more of her as her. Number two, they need to stop giving Juliette Lewis these roles of where she's trying to look 25 because she's now 55 or whatever the fuck she is, and she just needs to stop with that crap. She's like, a mom. It. She's not supposed to be 25. She's probably supposed to be like 40. Okay, maybe, maybe, well, maybe stupid, in her- she plays the roles with the stupid outfit, and she's all hoochie mama, and I just, it's not, it's, it's, I'm over it. I'm over it. Okay? Number right. three, Diana Silvers, the character that she played here does not compare to the character she played in Booksmart. She was good in Booksmart. She was edgy and cool, and this one she was, like, uh, I don't know, she was just, she was a loser- but in the sense that, like, she just she went with the flow of everything, and until the last minute where she finally stood up for herself and was like, "I don't want to go anymore uh, to Ma's house or whatever." So I didn't care for her character. The friends, they all fucking sucked because I guess I don't know how I don't know how would have I would have felt if we had watched this without watching Booksmart prior to this because honestly I was really comparing the high school kids of this movie to the high school kids of that movie, and that movie was much better. Than this one. I did like the boyfriend, Andy. He was cute. I liked him. Um, I didn't like Octavia Spencer's Ma at all. Um, oh, man. And you all, we, we, we didn't mention her daughter yet, who actually plays a pretty pivotal role in this You're movie. right. I did forget about her. Yeah. But uh, I liked her. I thought that she added the the 
oomph that we needed in this just to get something going, honestly. But I agree. Um, I liked her too. Yeah, I think I'll give these characters maybe like a two overall. Just it just wasn't my my style. I think every what we saw prior to this was much better than this. Oh man, yeah. that's where we. I think you're right, Brandon. Where me and Nicole are kind of opposed because she really <laughs> liked the characters in the last movie, Book Smart, and I did not. I thought they were over the top and annoying. But I liked these characters, <laughs> I think, because it was more of like what you see when you go to school, and. I don't know. I I felt more personable and a connection towards them. That's so interesting. I so I, I mean, if you guys listen to the Booksmart review, I get, I loved those characters a ton, and I guess I wasn't really. I know that um, Diana Silvers is in that, but I wasn't thinking about Booksmart because I was thinking. I mean, this is like a, a horror thriller ish movie, um, and I was thinking of more you know the traditional group of you know uh, sex drugs high school kids and then a killer comes after them or they're haunted like I was kind of comparing it to those kind of high school kids I which just are typically... feel like like some critics whoever is thinking about the design of how they're dropping movies throughout the year had to have figured that someone's going to see book smart with her in it and then see this one with her in it and see how they played her differently and compare them Nah, I mean, so, I mean, these are two different film studios, and I don't think that they work together to be like, oh, that, that Diana Silvers, the star of Booksmart and the star of Ma, like, we got to make sure that they're, you know, in this exact order so that I, I think that was very low on the, the studio priority list. I think it had more to do with, you know, how can we make the most money after Endgame comes out? I think that was more of their strategy. <laughs> um, but... Going back to the characters, for me, uh, I really like Diana Silver's character a lot, and I like her, the actress, even more than the character. I think she plays what she was given really well. Uh, she's kind of deadpan, a little disenchanted, uh, but there's something earnest that I really like about her, and she's only been in a few things that we've seen her in, and I looked up her filmography. It's 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 fresh. She's not in much yet, and I hope she's around for a long time, because and the few things I've seen her in this year, uh, she sticks with me. And let's, this more than anything else. Let's also have her play something other than a high schooler when she's actually like 25 in real life. Because she's that's 21. The most what? <laughs> she's 21 years old. <laughs> I know last movie you were me? like, she's 30 years old. I'm like, she's she's 21 years old. What the fuck? Dude, like it's the lips. Adult. I'm telling you. Yes. It's the lips. Oh my God. Uh, I think it's because she's really tall, but I mean, no, she's a 21 year old. I mean, yeah, she's not a high schooler, but she's not, she's not Juliet Lewis's oh age. Like God. she's. <laughs> I also need to add that I really liked the um, casino coworker, the the heavy set guy. He was pretty good. I liked him a lot. <laughs> that's, that's such he a was cool funny. character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, her friends, I like most her friends. Um, I feel like uh, the, the crush was okay. I love her best friend, Haley. I really like... That's a character that I always like. Uh, ditzy, loud, foul-mouthed best friend girl in a high school movie. Typically, that's a character it says a lot like. about you, Brennan. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're fun. I think they're a and fun character. The so are you saying that we're not fun? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. no you, you guys are the two leads in Booksmart. Those are very fun. You guys are foul-mouthed. Yeah. So, or at least Nicole I, is. I quit. Uh, <laughs> No, I I like this care I like this character a lot. Um and uh unfortunately I don't like the other two. The other two aren't given much to do. The dickhead uh, friend, what's his name? Um Chaz. Chaz. Oh god. You know, you know like Andy? Sorry Chaz is out there. Ugh. Andy the the lead boyfriend. No, he's just kind of white bread boring not so me and nicole him. like the nice young man and you like <laughs> the bitchy snobby pretty girl well yeah because i don't want i don't want to watch boring nice guy i want to watch bitchy snobby girl she's more entertaining she's more fun i want to be entertained this isn't a movie i'm going to to like fall in love this with isn't these the movie you're going to, to get entertained this isn't, this isn't a movie I, I want. I'm gonna be like, oh, the, this isn't Beautiful Boy, all right? This is this is you know like a nonsense movie, and I, I want to be entertained in this one, and she does that. Uh, the parents are fine. Um, I think Missy Pyle's fun in her few scenes. Um, Allison Janney. The only reason I don't care that she's not in it more is because she did exactly what she needed to do because. All we had to know is that she is Suanne's boss and she's mean to her. That's all we needed to know. Just to, to add to the build to the pile of shit that's on Suanne Ma's plate of 
no one likes me. I'm alone in this world. And uh, we, we, you mentioned her briefly, Nicole Jeannie, her daughter, who we don't really know about much except for a scene earlier on where she's in a wheelchair in the school, like a, one of those mechanical ones. Um, and she's quiet and doesn't really get much time until later. Electric. Electric, mechanical, whatever. It, 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 yes, electric wheelchair. Sorry. Apologies. Um, so, yeah, characters, <laughs> if I had to rate them, I would probably give them... I'm probably on Jess's page here. I'm giving them a 3-5 just because there's some really good standouts. Um, and there's some people I hate. And there's some blandness. But overall, it's above average for me. 3-5 uh, is where I land. And let's talk about back on the plot side of things. Ma runs into the kids again. Uh, and this time she's like, uh, meet and follow me in my car and then we'll do like a secret handoff. And the one kid is super excited. He's like, oh shit, this is so cool. And then they just <laughs> end up going back to Ma's house and, uh, Andy goes, oh, he, she calls Andy over and he goes back to them. He's like, Ma will let us drink in her basement. And they're like, and they're for some, everyone except for, uh, uh, Daryl is like super into it and like, oh, nice. And Daryl's like. I don't know, guys. And they're like, shut up. Let's go do it. So they all go into his house, <laughs> into her basement. It's raggedy. How realistic raggedy. is that? Um, well, let me ask you guys. How realistic is that? What do you guys think? I don't think I would ever be in the crowd to be in a situation to begin with. Um, I don't think my friends would ask someone to buy alcohol for us and then drive around this huge truck. So I don't know. It's hard There's to say. There's no way that this is realistic. Who the fuck's going to hang out in some... Like old lady's house. That's just it's crazy. So I'm the only one yeah, who would have ever done anything where, like this. I guess. Yes. I do understand where they need a cool spot to drink because yeah, you know, they can't drink at home. That's kind of what I felt like. Like I've not exactly this situation, but something similar. Where like we're hanging out, we're driving around, we're getting fucked up, and we shouldn't be. And then someone's older brother's friend that no one knows is like. Oh, uh, you can come chill at our house and like and drink there, and then we go. Like that's I've done that mm, a few times in my high school days. Like I don't th- for me this this didn't seem all that far fetched. I think this is something that these kids would do, and uh, something similar to what I might have done in high school. So, hmm. but like you said in Booksmart, you guys were not the party kids in high school. So. I wasn't exactly either, but more than you guys. So uh, well, they're in the basement, and we have a. They're all like kind of getting adjusted, and we have a weird standoff between Ma and Chaz. <laughs> this is really weird. This is a very yeah, odd I... scene. So Chaz is like, "Oh, Ma, you should get some beer pong tables down here, and like put some snacks in the corner. Like this place would be awesome." And Ma's like, "Huh? If I ever hit the lottery, like, haha, like trying to play it off his joke." And he's like. What do you what do you think you're you trying to blow us off, Ma? Are you cool? You tr- are you cool, Ma? Like you think you're you think you're like and like the, the dialogue is absurd. And what then the Ma's fuck? like, oh yeah, and pulls out a handgun and fucking points it at Chaz's face. And he's like, oh, is this pretty cool, Chaz? Oh, strip, take all your clothes off. And then Chaz strips, and all That's the other kids are in the room just like for the rest of this fucking movie. Oh yeah, it was kind of a make fuck. it or break it for 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 Nicole when it broke it. Um, <laughs> and Ma is just like, "I'm just kidding, guys! Ha ha! Put your clothes back on." And then that's that scene. Um, so I won't, you know, bog us down yeah, too I much. Yeah, I was watching this. I was like, I cannot believe that she made him strip naked. It was not necessary at all. Stupid. <laughs> okay. I, I thought. I mean, his dialogue was horrible, but I kind of, I'm kind of laughing along with it at this point. But uh, so I won't. I don't. We're getting a little bogged down. I don't want to get too bogged down. The whole point is the parties at Ma's house start happening, and they kind of grow. And she has a couple of rules: uh, no taking the Lord's name in vain, which I'm pretty sure they break that rule a lot. Um, no going upstairs uh, because it's a mess up there. You just don't want to go up there right now. I'm not entertaining up there. Um, and uh, she had another rule, I feel like. Uh, those are the two big ones. Um, so the parties are happening. Ma's like partying with the kids. Uh, they're playing pretty much all 80s, 70s funk and like <sighs> disco. So and like, yeah, so so I guess the parties are happening um, and we start to get into we- Ma's psyche a little bit, but, uh, yeah, talk about, like, st- how this is planned for you so far, I guess, Nicole, since you What wanna... the fuck? What the fuck <laughs> is going on? Why are they playing the safety dance at a fucking high school party in 2019? What? What is that? It was so bizarre, and they're all dancing. No one's like, this music's shit. You know how people would act now. 
It was so weird. Oh, I hated that. Did you like it? I mean, I, I know never, you like yeah, it. Me or Jess? Jess? You like? I'm sure. I'm sure that you like the music, but think of it in terms of how it was put into this fucking movie. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I guess I'm like it does make sense, but it never crossed my mind because I feel like I would. I just dance along in my seat. <laughs> <laughs> so Justin wrote think about it, and uh, Nicole's expressed her opinion. I I like it here, and I'll explain why. I like it because one, I don't think that's the music that's playing in the room. I think that's what's playing for the audience and that some other music is playing there. And the reason we're getting this music playing for the audience is this is supposed to be Ma's party from back in Ma's day. Because what we learn pretty quickly is that Ma was not a popular kid in school. She was bullied. um, She was quiet and people were mean to her. Um, There's a big scene later on in a flashback when she was in high school that involves all of our principal adult characters, primarily... Uh, Luke Evans Ben's character um, and I think that this music is to signify like Ma living her old days I, did, I didn't get the impression that all these young kids were dancing to 80s and 70s music I thought that was for the audience and that what I they don't were think really that dancing I, I, don't, yeah, I don't think I gave it the time of day to actually think that far into it that they would have something so invested I mean, that makes sense, but I don't want that to be it. I just want it to be shitty. You know what, you know what I mean? I mean, if you didn't, you know, <laughs> I, think you, I think your opinion and my opinions are starting to kind of come come, come clear now. Uh, but, yeah, I guess I was giving it that credit. I mean, this isn't a director who's to- who's only done crap. I mean, he's got some decent movies under his belt. I think I think it was thought about. I don't think it was <laughs> I feel like Nicole's finding every reason to hate the bad boyfriend kind of thing. <laughs> oh, this, I mean, the whole time I'm watching this... I said this to Brennan, unfortunately. I said, I wish I wasn't in the movie theater so I could go, like, turn this off. <laughs> I just didn't. Yeah, she turned to me and I was like, she was like, I wish I could leave right now. And I was like, well, I drove, so we're not going anywhere. <laughs> like, this is, I'm enjoying myself. I, um, so, yeah, her parties are getting crazier. And then Moss starts doing some weird things. Um, they go upstairs to use the bathroom, uh, Maggie and Haley do, and then she catches, and they hear, like, weird banging and, like, moaning from upstairs, um, like, on the, the, the top floor, and then Ma shows up, like, what are you doing? Get, get down in the basement! You can't be up here! And, uh, so then Ma starts doing other weird things. She stops by, uh, uh, Maggie's house to visit the mom, um, to check on the dog because she's the the vet tech or whatever like that's her excuse um and she's like calling them and texting them like how'd you get our number and they blow it off as oh when Haley's fucked up she gives out her number to everyone and Haley's like can't deny it it's true it happens. <laughs> and i'm like oh that's that character it's a good way to write that write that little weird thing off and so as you know things are escalating they're like we can't go to ma's anymore um, Ma's being weird, and uh, Haley sends out like a mass text call. What was it? Like a just a, I think it was just, just a, like, a Snapchat like a Snapchat to everyone. Yeah, and unbeknownst to her, she also sends it to Ma, and then she's like, "Ma's crazy. Don't fucking go to her house. She's she's really weird." And then Ma's sitting in a salon. I like this scene <laughs> where the My old whole lady audience next cracked up at this scene. How was your audience, Jess? Because we had a pretty pretty full theater. We saw it on a Monday. Pretty full for a Monday and some, some good audience reactions for ours. Yeah, I saw it um, really say on Friday and the audience was all full. Um, and it was mostly people people our age. There wasn't an older crowd or anyone super young. I feel like ours was a lot of like older people and families. Uh, uh, families? Like yeah, like <laughs> or groups of like five or six people, but like not all the same age. Like so, like something. That was the some only sort of scene something. that I genuinely did chuckle at because like old ladies cursing is funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, Sue Ann is becoming increasingly unstable at this point, and this is when she starts to go off the rails. Uh, she's drug, she's drugged Maggie at some point because she's stolen her earrings. Um, and she's taken Erica's what bracelet or something. It's or when not, uh, she gave her the inconspicuous blue shot glass instead of all the red shot glasses at the one party. <laughs> like God, she wasn't uh, supposed to. That. Yeah, the, every fucking <laughs> shot glass on the tray was red except for one. She goes. I thought they were a mix. Like no, I, I... she said, "Here, Maggie, have mine." Why would she? T- mm. 
Mm. Okay. All right. Fair, fair. That that was probably a detail I overlooked. Just just as you yes also overlooked. You know I'm all about those details. Yeah, this is not <laughs> a detail oriented movie. Um, so oh, where are we at? Uh, Sue Ann. Oh, we're getting close to the part where Sue Ann really unhinges and she uh runs over Mercedes with her car. Uh, Mercedes is Missy Pyle's obnoxious character. Um, she. <laughs> It doesn't even fucking matter, honestly. All this bullshit just leads up to the end. Like, yeah, you're right. I, I'm I'm getting a little bogged down in the details here. Um, you know, let's just talk about the plot then, because it's kind of all over poison here in the middle. And I'll start with Jess. What did you think of the plot of this movie? Um, so I think I'm going to give this a four. I enjoyed it, Christ. and I was really looking, <laughs> I was really looking forward to it. I honestly, <laughs> I think I had higher expectations than what it was. I'll probably talk about this more in the visual and sound area, but I did wish there was more jump scares and it actually freaked me out because I didn't feel creeped out, scared, or anticipation at all. The jump scares were really just Ma appearing on the phone or appearing out of nowhere at school. So I kind of wish there was more things on the thriller side. But overall, um, I thought it was a good plot. It was unique, and I think the spiraling of Ma's craziness was pretty captivating. Um, I I did not see the part where um, the disabled girl in the wheelchair, that was her daughter. Um, So that was definitely a big twist. I think they did well on the writing with. Yeah, I think that's a big scene here. And uh, Nicole, I guess I'll ask you about your plot. And also to talk about that, because that's something both of us didn't see coming. The, yeah. In a film I mean, where a lot of a lot was given away in the trailer, I think this is something that we didn't see coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they never that they didn't spoil something like that. Um, you know, when, when you realize what's going on in that poor girl's life, and basically Sue Ann's got like Munchausen syndrome and is making her daughter sick so that she can take care of her. And, uh, you know, that's really a scary thing. And it really puts into perspective how, um, crazy this woman has become and she just needs somebody to need her. And that's why she's poisoning her daughter this way. So, you know, that, that part was, I'm glad that they added that in as the main plot point here of what's now stemming her, you know, the, the, the aftermath of her being, uh, you know, tortured as a high school or whatever. So I did like that. Uh, everything else really was just trash throwaway for me. Like all these parties were really stupid. I don't know. I, I don't know why I didn't like it at all. Like, I don't, I don't know what was so wrong about it, but, um, I guess I would give it, I guess I would give it like a two, um, because the fucking ending just... I thought you would have given it a 1-5. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think because I hate it. I don't want to I don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't like it because it was just so stupid. Um, and no- nothing nothing besides the, the story about the daughter and her fight back at the end is worth watching for me for this. I did like how um, Ma died at the end. I didn't. I would have been pissed if she just like went to jail or she ran away. But I did like the whole I don't know romantic suicide creepiness of it. <laughs> so let's talk about a little bit of the ending and what sets it up. Uh, she's kidnapped or not kidnapped. She's tricked Ben into coming over because Ben uh, tracks all his vehicles, including his son's vehicle with a tracker. Uh, Ma's taken it out and um, lured him there so he can knock him out, poison him with dog blood, and then slit his wrists. Oh, my God. And, and she dies. killed poor Allison Janney, too. Did she kill? Oh, yeah, that's right. We saw her in the... In the dog in the, crate. Um, in a little crate in the... Uh, in the uh, vet veterinarian office so she's just kicking out all the adults now um and <laughs> she <laughs> captures all of the kids like all of our principal uh kids and she has trapped them in the basement and does a bunch of different random shit to them uh she, she irons chaz's stomach with like a yeah. literal iron um and she sews Haley's mouth shut because she's talkative i guess i don't know she paints the black kid's face white because she's like, there can be only one. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that was part of this movie, but all right. Um, and then uh, she starts making out, or not making out, she's like dancing with the son, um, with uh, Andy, and then stabs Andy. And, uh, you know. You need to mention how she has a huge crush on her, his dad and why 
like she kind of wants revenge and like what happened in high school that made her this way. You're right. I did gloss over that. So we've been talking about a little bit about the flashbacks. Um, he tricks in the, in the flashbacks, Ben tricks Sue Ann Ma's character when in high school into liking uh, him and she's like, meet me in a janitor's closet and we can have like a little love sesh. And she goes into the janitor's closet and she hears a guy and, she, and, he, and he zips his pants down and she blows him. Um, then she comes out of the janitor's for closet. The details. I think we could have got it without you saying. <laughs> just, just given, just given how, how it went down. Facts. It happened. It happened. <laughs> blows him and then uh we and then and then opens the door up and the whole school is there like ha ha you blew not me and then a nerdy guy walks out and is like high-fiving everyone and we're like oh all right weird (laughs) is that like i I don't remember that happening maybe and maybe it's like a throwback to like 80s movies where stupid shit like that could happen i guess like revenge of the nerds kind of shit i don't know it was it was a weird and that's her like whole motivating factor for being like, oh, those kids wronged me. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck all their parents up and fuck all their kids up and and I'll be popular and it's like a whole mix of crazy emotions of like revenge and envy and honestly that kind of still like having it. like the fun <laughs> that she never had in high school as well. Yeah, she even says to Joey Lewis's character, uh, she's like, how does it feel being on the outside looking in? I'm the coolest girl in school now. And she's like, fucking, you're like 40. What are you doing? <laughs> and so it's, it's I don't know. And for some reason, like usually movies like this that are, it, it's not quite as so bad it's good. And I want to use a term at the end uh, for this movie that I think encapsulates my feelings on it. But, um, you know, this is pretty close to the end, and let's talk about the visual and sound real quick. Um, Nicole, visual and sound, what do you think? Uh, yeesh. I mean, I'm still I'm still stuck on those stupid 80s songs. I just thought it was really a terrible choice, and if I missed it, then I missed it, but I was so thrown off by the whole fucking thing. I was like, this is dumb. Like, these, these people are not going to be dancing to that, so I held on to that for a little while. I hated the blood scene. I thought that was really weird because <laughs> the bag had a piece of tape over it that said Louie written on it in marker. <laughs> that was it was ridiculous. the dog blood. <laughs> I know, but Jesus, like they don't have a sticker printer that makes it. It was dumb. It was like so fucking funny. Uh, I don't know. I don't, one, I don't know. I don't, I didn't like this movie at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Jess? So I think I touched upon this earlier. Um, I was expecting more of a thriller, jump scare, anticipation kind of feeling. And so for the lack of visual and sound kind of, that drops this category down. Um, Not necessarily, I think I'm still going to give it a three just because there were some um, cool scenes like, what was her name again? When she sewed Erica's lips. Haley. Oh, oh, Haley. When she showed. Sorry, when she um, sewed Haley's lips together, um, I mean, that's a really shuddering visual, but I mean, it wasn't cheesy or anything, and all the things she did to the characters, that just kind of, it did give you that, like, ugh, I don't want to watch this kind of feeling. So, I mean, I think they did a good visual in that regard. But yeah, I was expecting more thriller. Yes, I think you were expecting, yeah, that that horror pop-out scare, and I am so thankful we didn't get that, because, you know, I do not like pop-out scares. I think they're cheap and dumb, and I don't want that in horror movies. I like horror movies that are as as much funny as they are scary. I don't want just, like, straight, like, oh, the music's playing, it stops, oh, and then a thing comes out at you! Like, <laughs> just, that's just, it's, the, it's just, it's been done a billion times. Uh, it I'm, does, but it doesn't get old. No, well, well, by not getting old, it mean you mean you jump in your seat. Yeah, that's a jump. I mean, yeah, you jump in your seat, but that's it's cheap. It's of course you play a loud bang and show a. Is scary this being face considered a horror being. film? Uh, I think well, it's made by Blumhouse, which is a horror um, movie oh, studio wow. primarily, not entirely, but uh, you know, it's like a thriller. I think it's probably the most appropriate genre. Um, but no, it's like. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't go down that route. Having said that, the visuals are not particularly interesting. Um, I'm not going to remember a lot of shots in this movie. I do like Ma's yeah, exactly. like weird robot dance in the party. I do like the party scenes. <laughs> I like the music choices, and I like Ma's dancing and like weird slow-mo shots of her dancing with all the kids. 
I like that. I, that's stuff I like. So I'll probably land on also a three. Did you for... like when she like just jumped out of nowhere, like whether it was on the phone or in person, where it was just like, and then Ma's there. Yeah, I did like that. I like to see that's like a that's like a pop out, but not a scare pop out, like a like a funny yeah. pop out that's all like you know meant to be a scary one, but it's kind of you know like I kind of like worst that. Worst visual. The worst visual of this is the last part with the fire. Are we there yet? Are we talking about? We that? are here right now. So, oh my um, god, Nicole, I want you. You know what? Since you dislike the movie the most, I think I want you to talk about this last scene from your perspective. How does this last scene go down? All right. So, <laughs> um, I have to laugh because we all we have them all drugged and with all with their uh, respective situations that happened that Ma did to each of these high school kids, and then it's just so lucky that they all wake up at the same time like thank god how else would they have done this if they didn't all wake up at the same fucking time and um you know they the i do have to say i like that the uh daughter um octavia spencer's daughter comes down to help save her um and then (laughs) when they light the fire and everyone's trying to escape they're getting out and um, Juliette Lewis comes down to retrieve Maggie and the fire's burning and Octavia's got her daughter and Juliette Lewis has her daughter and they're having this yelling match instead of just fucking doing something, you know, maybe grabbing the daughter who's about to burn, burst into flames. (laughs) No, we're just going to yell at each other from fucking 20 feet away. Like, why? No moves were being made, and I was getting so fucking angry. Like, I hope you all fucking burn in this fire, honestly, because you're taking so long. And I think at one point, uh, Octavia Spencer gets stabbed, and... Um, they're able to retrieve the daughter and get out to safety. And that's when we see like the scene where she's walking upstairs to go lay with Luke Evans and die her Titanic scene or whatever she's doing. She just walks up there fine. You know, she just got stabbed in the fucking heart or whatever the hell happened or the back. I don't know. And just not a, ca- back, yeah. not a care in the world. Just heading on up there. <laughs> it's just like clapping that it was over because that whole thing was so... <laughs> outrageous it was outrageous i mean i don't have much to add to that scene except i i i mean as for a movie that i've liked this whole part this is a very stupid ending um it's it, i agree with you on uh nicole that the logic there's so many big logic jumps here the fact that erica and the her boss all of a sudden shows up to save them the fact that um none of them run upstairs to escape the fire they're all trying to get out the hatch door even though seconds later we see ma nonchalantly walk up the stairs because that's an option um and you know i like genie's you know heroic rescue like very it was very dd gypsy rose blanchard uh if people know that story it's uh there's a documentary mommy dead and dearest uh hulu uh tv show what's that called the act um it kind of, it's that relationship definitely reminds me of that um like a munchausen by proxy syndrome i guess they were trying to bank off of that being popular right now Maybe, I guess. I mean, it makes sense, but what doesn't make sense is this ending. There's a, and then, you know, Ma gets up, like you said, nonchalantly, stares out the window, and goes and lays down with the, you know, her dead crush that she murdered, and they, they all burn, and they burn in the house. So, I agree, this ending is very stupid, and not in the way that I've enjoyed the rest of this movie. Um, stupid. Just, just well, I agree st- with you guys. Stupid. There are a lot of loopholes in the whole fire scene, but I like the idea of it of how. I think there's Ma a few dies. potholes actually. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Um, uh, uh, no, no I agree with that, but I like the idea of how Ma died next to her high school cross, just cuddling there, and they she knows her fate, um, and they just burn together. I thought that was a little artistic and fun. And uh, to continue on with that, Jess, what do you give the resonance and feel of this movie? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like my, my resonance and fear, feel, again, is going to be lower than it should be just because I wanted to feel scared and I didn't. So I'm probably going to give this a three. I don't think it's necessarily a movie I'm going to remember or think about. But I did have a good time watching it and I enjoyed it enough. Um, so it is above average. There's no really life lessons or anything I'm taking away from it um, other than the fact that it was fun to watch and I think um, your friends should watch it too 
Mm. Yeah, uh, I think that's probably a good way to sum it up, uh, Nicole. Is there a less than one on this show? I mean, if by Mama K's logic, there is a one minus, but uh, no, there is not actually a less than one. All right, well, I'll give it whatever's less than one. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. Is it that? I don't even know how to describe. Is what this I your least say. favorite movie we've reviewed? You personally? It seems definitely it seems like your least favorite movie in the I world. Think, <laughs> I think it's definitely the least favorite that I've that I've reviewed on this show. Would you? All right. Maybe if forced to watch one again. You have to watch this or Acrimony. Oh. <laughs> well, now now we're getting into specifics that I don't want to get into yet. Right now. <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's fine. A I very think. difficult choice, but <laughs> I um can't stand how they portrayed Octavia Spencer in this with like she's been reeling over this fucking blowjob thing for 40 years or 30 years whatever it's been and uh she can't get over it to the, so much to the point where she has to torture her daughter and wreak havoc on like school children like <laughs> what an asinine <laughs> thing and I just can't buy any of it I can't not, and I'm just going to gloss over my residence and feel here because I'm on the same kind of pages, just for different reasons. Once again, I didn't want it to be a pop out horror. I liked the choices that were made. Uh, having said that, it's a you know it's a fun, entertaining movie, but not one I'm going to think about. I'll remember a few scenes. I liked Octavia Spencer's turn as Crazy Lady, um, but yeah, I mean I'm not going to remember it much. So yeah, two five I guess for feel and residence for me. Um, but I want to go back to you, Nicole, because we're at the end here. Would you recommend Ma? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, if you uh, have listened to any of this, <laughs> you would know that I say no. But I think that I might be the 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 unpopular opinion in this. So I think that if you don't agree with anything that I've said, that I would recommend it to you because you probably think it's going to be funny or a little scary or good. I don't know, but uh, me me personally, no, I don't recommend this. I think it's in like the 60s for both user and critic score that's, that's right now on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of a half and half kind of thing. It's kind of like uh, uh, some people like it, some people don't like it. But uh, Jess, would you recommend Ma? I think I'd recommend it. Um, probably not a strong recommend, but I think I would say, hey, you should watch this. Mostly because I think it's cool seeing Octavia Spencer play this kind of character. Again, like her other characters have been the helpful friend or someone insightful or someone you look up to, but now she's spiraling into a crazy madness and it's just <laughs> fun to watch. And yeah, no, I liked it enough. I would recommend it. And I would also recommend it. I think I'm a slightly stronger recommend uh, than, than you, Jess. I th- um, it's a really fun watch with some friends, have some drinks movie, um, but it's not a so bad it's good. And I was looking for the term to try to call it. Do you, are you guys aware of the term elevated horror? No, enlighten us, please. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to sound douchey, but... All right, so ele- <laughs> elevated horror is when it's a horror, a horror movie that's not just about a killer or a haunting. It's got more depth to it. Uh, Jordan Peele's movies, Get Out and Us, those are elevated horror movies. Um, I know you guys didn't like this movie, but Hereditary from last year, a lot of critics consider that elevated horror. It's got more story and um and uh elements going on and like overarching themes that are more than just you know pop out scare nonsense so that's elevated horror and then do you guys know what schlock movies are i can only imagine by the by the name of it yes i do know movies like sharknado movies like uh anything that uh john uh, uh, carpenter would make uh you know it's probably your favorite the room the room yeah um, the room is like it's 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 like a that's a different type of schlock but a movie that's made poorly cheaply dumb um it's purposely kind of made bad it's not meant to actually be a good movie but it's entertaining so i would call this elevated schlock uh it's got the it's got <laughs> It's got um, overarching themes that I think are interesting to explore, like an elevated horror movie is, but it's kind of executed and put together like I a schlock movie. I think it's time movie. to trademark that term. Yeah, uh, elevated schlock, trademarked by Films with the Women of My Life, uh, little <laughs> TM I'm put up by that, uh, Brent Snyder, creator, uh, producer, host. So, yeah, um, 
yeah, I, this is a good elevated schlock movie. Um, so because it's not it's not a particularly smart movie, but there are some themes to think about, and it's not a particularly awful movie, but there are definitely so bad it's good elements here. So it's a recommend for me on the basis of that. I think it's an, a fun, entertaining movie that you know, if if not a little disposable, but that's that's our uh, Ma review. Um, theater reviews i think we got a couple more before we get back on the streaming train mm-hmm. um godzilla men, I, in I, men in black yeah that'll toy be a good story. one to do toy story is good i think godzilla's next week I, I uh no one wanted to review that with me uh, uh mama k drew the short straw so she will be doing that with me next week <laughs> um took one but, for the yeah. team on that one yeah she really did i know none of you want to watch that including her but uh you know i i i, I would like to review that one so um yeah, if you guys have anything to recommend to us, though, in the meantime, it's Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook, Films Women Pod on Twitter, and I am Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram. Uh, do you guys have any th- other last-minute notes on Ma that you wish to share? Um, what do you guys think of Octavia Spencer in this kind of role as opposed to roles she's done in the past? What do you prefer? I think she's a, such a dynamic actress. She can really do both pretty well. Um, it's just not its not one kind of actress where she's always in this kind of movie. I think this kind of proves how talented she is. I like that she can do this. I like that she can't... She doesn't only do movies like The Help and Hidden Figures and, you know, you know even, even her smaller role in uh, um, Shape of Water. I like that she, this is kind of a... Uh, spreading your wings outside your comfort zone, having some fun with it. I like that she's this. This makes her. This makes me think of her as a more uh, three-dimensional actress. And I, I, you know, I've, I've liked her in pretty much everything I've seen her in. So, um, yeah, I, I think she did good here. And I, I, I would see more Octavia Spencer movies. It's definitely mm-hmm. an actress I like. So uh, thank Should you guys. Ask you the same question. <laughs> I've never seen anything else other than Shape of Water, so I don't have any judgment on anything. Oh uh, really? This one sucked, though, so I hope the other ones are better. <laughs> I think in general, I mean, yeah, I think in the general, the characters she plays are closer to Shape of Water than us. Or us. Uh, <laughs> Ma. Another two-letter title. Um, okay, well, thank you guys for joining me. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, everyone, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.